Welcome to the fifth episode of the Hoop Heads Podcast. My name is Mohamed Chaudhry and this is my co-anchor. Cesar Guardado. And today we're going to be talking about the latest news surrounding NBA free agency. So let's talk about our hometown teams first of all, the Lakers and the Clippers. Now, since we're both Lakers fans, I just want to see what you would rate the Lakers offseason so far. I would rate it a 10 out of 10. I would give it more of a 9 out of 10 because I feel like we should still add one more big man. I like the additions of Schroeder and Wes Matthews. I feel like they're great. And Marcus Gasol, Marcus I like him, but I'm not sure how good he's going to be this season. And Montrezl Harrell is just a what the hell kind of move was that? I mean, for the price we got Montrezl Harrell, I like the signing, but I was really surprised when we got him, you know. Would, would you rather have Montrez or would you rather have Ibaka? Because Montrez is a leaker, I had to say Montrez. But if I'm completely honest, I'd probably go with Serge. Also, there was um, I saw this social media post circulating a few days ago where I think Montrez was wearing like a Lakers shirt back when he was a Clipper, and then someone uh-huh. asked him, "They're like, oh, so you're coming to the Lakers?" And he was like, "Hell no, nah, they haven't won in like ten years." So um, <laughs> yeah, great start, Montrez. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna let that. I'm not gonna let that um like change my view of him because i still think he'll be a valuable piece and that he'll try hard for us but that's not a promising start at the same time we were complete crap for like eight straight years until lebron even we're still crap even when lebron came well technically we were like the third seed but then once lebron got injured we started sucking again but yeah the clippers did take over the league or not over the league took over the city for like the next eight years after kobe went down i want to ask you something do you think dennis Schroeder would be starting or you'd be you know, in the second lineup. That's really interesting to me because I really don't know where he's going to be in the lineup. Because we can start Caruso and KCP, and I feel like that team would be great. Look, that team beat the crap out of the Heat back in Game 6. That was a great starting squad. At the same time, we did have Rondo. I miss Rondo. But, um, Schroeder... I mean to go to the Clippers. Yeah, I was, I was very happy he didn't go to the Clippers. Thank God. Because that would have been, like, <clears throat> that's what would have made the Clippers offseason very good to me. Like, I, I feel like... Point guard. Well, yeah, we'll get to them in a second, but um, back to the Lakers. So we can either do Caruso, KCP, LeBron, AD, oh, yeah, AD, and Mark. And that's the starting lineup. And then we do Schroeder, Wes Matthews, Kuzma, Montrez, and whoever the hell we want. I like that fifth slot. It doesn't really matter. Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley, no. <laughs> Who else? Wait, I feel like we signed someone. Dennis Schroeder... I feel like I'm missing someone from the squad right now. Because we have... Okay, let's see. We have... Oh, Markeith. We brought back Markeith. There we go. So we'd have Markeith in the four. And I guess... Oh, no. Montrez has a backup five. For a small one, it's pretty good. But for... Montrez... Montrez is one of the worst interior defenders. No, I meant... I thought you said Markeith. Oh, Markeith isn't... Yeah. But the thing is, like... Say um, AD goes down with an injury and we have to take Mark out. Are we gonna put in Marquise Morris at backup center against like guys like Jokic or something? And Montrez can't guard guys like Jokic, and that's why I think we really need one more big man, just anyone, just like a big body to take. I really wish we went for Hassan Whiteside. He signed a minimum deal, I think, with the Kings of all teams, and I I despise this. Oh, we could have too. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy with where he is because you know I love Philly, but um. What was I going to say? Yeah, Montrez is not the salute. I really, what I was saying was, as much as I despise Hassan Whiteside, 
I still feel like he could have brought a little bit of value to this team. Hassan Whiteside makes me so annoyed. He's all the tools to be a great NBA player, but it's just his work ethic and his mindset. Some of these players, they make no sense to me. They have all like the physical tools in the world, but they just don't want to get any better. Shout out Andrew Wiggins. Actually, no, I really hope Wiggins is better this season. But when he was in. Shout out Montreal Fultz. Markel, hey, 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 no, 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 no. We do not tolerate Markel Fultz. No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he, he, Markel Fultz actually was very promising this season. I really yeah, did yeah. like watching him play. I feel like that kid is going to be a star one day still. I'm just trying to get a rise out of you. Okay, well, you did a good job of it, buddy. Okay. One person that I would say is more like Ben Simmons. I have not seen Simmons improve very much from the first time he entered the league. He still has no jump shot. Yes, I his, like his defense. His defense is great, yes. All-NBA defense, we know that. And his passing is elite. He is, he is literally, he reminds me of Kid LeBron. If LeBron had no jump shot in any form possible, that's what he is to me. Because I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna become LeBron because there is not gonna be another LeBron to me in general. I think, but but does he have the potential? Ben Simmons. I think he has potential. Yeah, but potential doesn't mean Jack in this. What's it called? Like in yeah, the NBA. Yeah, no, I'm just point. saying like he can if he like really puts in the work. Yeah, but I don't know if Ben Simmons will put in all the work. See, I, I think the thing that overblows potential so much is literally the 2K game. Because in 2K, everyone seems to reach their potential no matter what. Like, yeah, it's a CPU. Yeah, it's, it's a CPU playing, so like everyone reaches their potential. But they don't factor that in when it comes to real players. Like, potential doesn't mean anything if the player is not willing to make that change, you know? Shout out Andrew Wiggins. Shout out Andrew <laughs> I really hope Wiggins proves me wrong this season. I really want to see the Warriors succeed. R.I.P. Clay Thompson, man. That was very depressing to see. To that me. was sad. Yeah, that was insanely sad. But, um, uh, yeah, I really wanted Clay to come back, too. I was super excited for the Warriors this season. But that's just, and that's okay. This season, I think we can um, properly like attribute that the Rockets, the Thunder, and the Warriors are all out of contention, pretty much. I don't know what the Rockets are doing, though. Yeah, they still have Harden and Westbrook, who are both... Oh, also, I really like the Christian Wood signing. I love I know, Christian I like Wood. I like signing, too, but, like, mm-hmm. what, if you sign Christian Wood, why'd you let go of Robert Covington? Like, don't you want to get 10, or is it because of the salaries? No, they, got, they, no. Got, they got Christian Wood because they let go of Covington. I know, that's what I was thinking, but Robert Covington's a really good player. Also, like, they have no depth, either. I know. Well, they have Gerald Green. <laughs> they just... They let Austin Rivers go for nothing. They let Robert like Covington. Rivers. Yeah, Austin Rivers is actually a very good player. He is. Well, a very yeah, good backup player. You're not talking him. He plays hard. Yeah, I yeah. Gotta, I gotta respect him. I, I like what New York is doing in that they're not signing anyone. They're not doing any stupid moves this offseason. No more power forwards. No more power forwards, man. Did they? I, I think Randall is. I don't know if Randall is still on the team or not. I think he might be. Are we topping the next Amari Stoudemire? Okay, Obi Toppin is very raw as a prospect. I really don't know what... Actually, since we're on the topic of Obi Toppin, that got me thinking about the draft. What in the world is Charlotte doing? To goat. <laughs> the most... I think that um, Jordan, Gordon Hayward mm-hmm. signing is really going to help on metal ball, but it's a very expensive signing. Your best player is a point guard. So you go ahead and draft another point guard? Already while having two very good young point guards? And you you just give, you give you give Nick Batum like a five year like I don't know how I, I don't know the specifics of the country, but it was 
giant. It was a giant contract. And then you decide, hey, look, let's just let's give another injury-prone wing a max contract. What are they doing? Also, Boston is beyond stupid for denying that trade. I know. They, they got greedy. They yeah. really did. Miles Turner and a first-round pick for Gordon Hayward of all players, man. Who is thinking Gordon Hayward is going to be this good next year? Who? He's only I, been a one-time All-Star. Yeah, and even then, he broke his leg. He constantly gets in. You know he only played one game for Boston in the playoffs or something like that? Yeah, dude, he does not. He's never there. It he, really, he's here's the back, though. His value is so overblown. I don't get why people are giving him this money. Dude, dude, they, when when all the young guys got all the money this year, Bi, mm-hmm. Fox, Mitchell, I'm iffy on Fox. I'm really. I, am. I don't think Ma, I don't think Fox. Does he have the potential to be a max player? Yes. Does he? Is he there right now? No. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not yet. But the thing is, they have to give it to him now. Yeah, they have to. I think Lon. Wait, but Fox was in the Lonzo draft, and Lonzo still didn't get a contract. So that has me wondering, like, did Fox just sign, like, oh, I think Fox signed, like, no, but Tatum also got his contract this year, and they were both in the same draft as Lonzo. So why did Lonzo and Mark Hill not get extensions? I think they must have signed, like, longer contracts due to being number one and number two. I mean, they, they view them as max players, so you want to lock them up before. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they can, in theory, they could be getting more money. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to lock them now so you don't have to pay them more. <laughs> Also, um, I really did not know half of the players in this draft. The guy with the fourth pick, Patrick Williams, apparently he's a very good prospect, but I have never heard of this guy before. There was no, I, there was no surprises in the draft under the, other than like Chicago. Mm-hmm. No, there was like, that guy. Was kind of planned. There was that guy yeah, that. Um, there was that guy. I forgot who drafted it. It was like Halliburton or something like that. That was his last name. To the from the Arizona. Tyrese no, Halliburton. The, I think. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. I think he went to Sacramento. Uh, I might be wrong, but um, yeah, he, he went to. We'll check right now. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No, and check. I, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I I was like he he dropped. Oh yeah, yeah. Kings. Yeah, Kings, because um that was like a surprise drop in the draft. Yeah, he did drop. I was mm-hmm. not. I didn't go like. I was in the Kings to be honest, but I like that. But, I think the Kings really got a good player. If we think about it, like the years before, like last year, we had Zion, Ja, RJ, Cam Reddish, those kind of guys, right? Big names. And Tyler Hero was also a pretty big name, even before the draft. And then the year before that, you had Luka, you had Trey, you had like, oh, DeAndre Aiden, Marvin Bagley, these big names, you know? Like, if you're a basketball fan, you should know these names as like the next upcoming guys. Yeah. You had, this year, you had like LaMelo Ball. And that was it. I mean, Wiseman, I guess. Wiseman had hype before the year, but then after he got declared ineligible for the um, for the NCAA, we didn't know what he was doing after that. Like, no one really checked out on him. No updates on him, in a sense, you know? Yeah, and then Anthony Edwards had that. I, I mean, he doesn't like basketball. He likes football thing going on. Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards has the most, like, 2K generic name I've ever heard. I know. Anthony Edwards, <laughs> just like that's, you know, you think Michael Jordan, LeBron James, those are kind of like cool names. Anthony oh, Edwards dude. and Luka, <laughs> Luka Doncic, like I mean, no, but like you hear those names and you're like, wow, like you know, like yeah. And then you hear Anthony Edwards and you're kind of like, <laughs> uh, 
just like a generic. It's it's literally it's literally like one of the most generic names I've heard for a top power, a top prospect. And you know that's just a stupid rant. That doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah, I'm just messing around here. Anything, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. But um, I don't know. I didn't hear any hype about this guy before the draft either. This draft was part Minnesota of the. They have no defense. They have no defense at all. So I don't understand. Okay, look, Dilo is a great player, but he is not a winning player yet. I like what he was doing in Brooklyn. I like what he was doing in Brooklyn, but in Brooklyn, he had the perfect like system around him. In That's Minnesota, true. they have no good defenders on that team that are like or serviceable defenders. You know, uh-huh. I don't. Minnesota and Detroit are the two biggest. What the hell are you guys doing like this off season to me? I mean, at least Charlotte. Minnesota, Char- Minnesota is exciting though. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is exciting, but the thing is, you know that team's gonna be giving up like 140 points per game. Oh, they be scoring. We can't score 120, but they be giving up 150. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. But um, what is Detroit doing? I know Detroit just they like they want to be in the playoffs, but like for them being the eight seed, mm-hmm. they like don't get a good pick. So they're just kind of like really mediocre. So they're mm-hmm. not gonna get out of the hole they're in. I mean, I, they have. I think Blake is gonna go for a, a, if Blake comes back to you know his natural form, which is where he was back in twenty eighteen, where he was killing it. They'll uh-huh. get a few first round picks for him from like. Honestly, I can kind of see Boston going for Blake because they got that twenty seven million dollar trade exception now. So they package that with like someone like Tristan Thompson or something. Get themselves Blake if he's healthy. Tristan Thompson in the South Future is going to look so weird. I know. It, cause you think, you think, I don't know. Something, something about Tristan Thompson just screams Cleveland to me, you know? Like I he know. Was, he's like the face of Cleveland, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't say he's the face of Cleveland because, you know, you kind of need to be like a star. Actually, technically, you know, Udonis Haslam was like the face. Nah, he wasn't even the face of mine. What am I saying? Don't, don't say this. Don't yeah, d way, d way. There's never been a role player who, oh, well, no, nope. There's never been, like, a role player who's been, like, the face of a franchise. Yeah, that's, um, Nick Collison for the OKC Thunder. But we remember Westbrook, Durant, and, like, Harden. We do not remember Nick Collison, you know? I remember Nick Collison. Yeah, you remember him, but, you know, to, like, the casual <laughs> fan, they're not going to know who the hell Nick Collison was when it comes in the history books. He's the man. <laughs> the only oh no one I could think of maybe is like Derek Fisher for the Lakers. Retired my man's jersey. <laughs> no, okay, we still. What do you think Five about rings? What do you um? What do you think about bringing Powell back along with Mark? <laughs> we did it for Jared Dudley. Might as well do it for one of our boys. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like, what if we need that extra roster spot? You know. For who? I don't know. Actually, like, actually, there are still a lot of options out yeah. there. Dude, trade trade deadline. There's always options. There's always people getting bought out. Like you need that. Or, or, or well, to be honest, we could just cut pow at the end and be like, alright, you know what? You brought us your brother, but you know we don't need you anymore. <laughs> I mean, Reggie Jackson's still out there. Oh yeah, what's happening with Reggie Jackson? Who's gonna take him? Cause he's not really a serviceable for serviceable defender, but he can score the basketball. Lou Will is a trash defender. Okay. And so is Montrezl Harrell. I guess, but Reggie Jackson is still a decent player. Like, I can see him as a sixth man on a team, I guess. And Lou Williams long. Lou Williams is very... I don't. I, I just don't like the way Lou plays at all. Because literally, if you have him on the court, the other team is going to attack him as much as they can, no matter what. Oh, 
why you think you're on the bench. Yeah, exactly. But you no, know, what I'm saying is like no matter what, whenever he's on the court, literally the what's he called? Um the choice of the other teams is attack Lou Will, attack Lou Will, attack Lou Will over and over again because he simply cannot play defense. He just can't. And you don't want a player like that. It's why the Clippers lost. You start Montrez Hero. Well, not start, but if Avika Zubac gets in trouble and you have Montrez Hero as your backup center, you're going to be screwed. Yeah. Also, also, um, I was reading a lot of like comments from Raptors fans. And a big reason of why Ibaka did so well in Toronto is that he had like playmakers like Lowry to help him out uh, and give him his looks. Yeah. What playmakers yeah, do the Clippers yeah, have? What playmakers do the Clippers have? That's why I was like, if the Clippers want to be like true contenders, they need a true point guard, which is why I was scared Rondo might go there because mm-hmm. Rondo is the most, like, most true point guard like, left out there, dude. People are like, oh yeah, Nick Batum has averaged five assists a game for like his entire career. Nick Batum is not getting minutes on the Clippers, bro. Like, get your head <laughs> out of the sand. It's Nick Batum. It's not like this is not like Serge or Montrez or something big. This is Dude, Nick Batum. You have to look at the options like Mario's Chalmers. Like he's okay, still okay, out okay, there. okay. No, no. If you if Mario Chalmers is your only option to win a title, you are screwed. You ain't winning a title with Mario Chalmers as like your starting point guard. I wanted him on the Lakers so bad. I, I did probably, not. I did not. I would never want Mario Chalmers anywhere near the Lakers. No disrespect to Mario Chalmers. He was a great player for the 2013 Heat. But notice I'm saying 2013 Heat. That was seven years ago. My boy. No. 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 We look, we love Mario. We do love him. But just no. <laughs> they should get... They, okay, wait. If they want a real playmaker, they should go after Dion Waiters. I remember Dion Waiters. We were all like... Getting so mad, he wasn't getting no minutes in the first round. Dude, I <laughs> like, love, I love Dion Waiters. <laughs> I know my man is an island. I know. I just, I, you know, I wouldn't even mind him not passing the ball during like the bubble games because just seeing Dion chuck up like twenty shots and getting six of them in is just some beats up. Like it's, it's a, it's a piece of beauty. You feel like you're really <laughs> watching the game. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why. I was. I always thought Mario Jones was. I mean, Mar- I mean, Dion Waiters. He's such a. He's a bucket, bro. He gets a bucket. Yeah, he really does get bucket. Okay, I. You know, Dion does have tunnel vision when he gets the ball, but you cannot deny that the man doesn't get buckets, or that the man gets buckets. Sorry. I know, man. He will put the basketball in the in the hoop. Like, man, Frank Vogel will be playing. Will be playing J.R. Smith, and I'd be like, this man is washed. Yeah, Dion. Oh my. JR, JR is like the kid in the group project that does absolutely nothing and still gets the A in the group, you know? He was a great player in 2016, 2017, and I'm not going to say 2018 for the Cavs. But JR's time has come at this point. Dude has got to hang it up. I'm happy that he got his... Actually, no, I don't really like... I don't like JR Smith as a person. JR Smith can go screw off. But, um, you know, he was a part of the Lakers. So, I guess I have to give him his props for doing absolutely nothing. He made a few threes. I think he made one. Yeah, nah, but... um. Oh my god, there was that one play, I think it was against Miami, the game that we lost. We had four guys like open on the three-point line. And JR decides, I'm going to run into the corner and take a contested three. And the craziest thing was, he almost made it. Yeah, he almost made it. I was like, whoa. I really don't like the fact that we had JR on our team, like mentoring like our older or younger players. I don't want Kuz. I don't want, I don't want like Kuz and Taylor Horton and Tucker thinking that they can take those shots too. Also, I'm really excited to see how Taylor like um progresses this upcoming year. I really have high hopes for him. If Taylor Horton Tucker was any and and 
on any other team, no one would care. <laughs> okay, that's that's the same with a lot of our players. But um, I know. no, I'm happy. I, I like I like his um build and everything like that. He is going to be a good player. I think he'll be serviceable at the very least. But um, <laughs> I think he's going to be a good player for us and like a Laker for a while. My boy Caruso. But at the same time. <laughs> Um, I thought that about like every single Lakers rookie. Shout out Darius Morris, Devin Ebanks, Robert Sock. Oh my God, Robert Sacre. I don't even know if you remember who that was. Luke Walton. Luke. Okay, Luke Walton. <laughs> that was after Luke Walton. Okay, did you did you watch um like the Kobe and Dwight years or the the year the year Kobe and Dwight played? I did not. Okay, okay. Then you wouldn't know how I was talking about Robert, Robert Sacre was pretty much. I don't even know how to describe him. He was like, um, it, just imagine a seven-foot bald white guy just cheering on the Lakers bench and never getting in the game ever. So uh, Leonard from the Heat. My no, but, but Myers Leonard still played. Robert Sacre <laughs> like did not was. play. This guy was terrible. The he was, that means a good. That means he's a good locker room guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever that you want. matters though. Yeah, I know it doesn't matter, but it's Robert Sacre. Okay, that moving on. But I don't even know why we're talking about Robert Sacre. You said we talked about Marquise. Let's talk about Marcus Morris's contract. <laughs> Thank you, Clippers. <laughs> why? Why? You see, look, 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 there's the Lakers out here like, yeah, we're making moves, we're paying for Schroeder, and then there's the Clippers. The Clippers are going like, yeah, so we see y'all like signing Schroeder and Montrez. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna give Marcus Morris a sixty-four million dollar contract. Take that, Lakers, or something like that. I don't know what they were thinking, man. Why? Why? You know, you know what would have been better? Signing both Morris twins to four-year, thirty-two million dollar contracts. At least you know, you, like, if you want to get rid of one of them, you're just only paying the other one eight million a year. They couldn't. They couldn't have done that anyway. Or no, they actually could have. No, no, they couldn't. Have, they could because they only give Serge Ibaka two years. But like. Why in your right mind would you give Marcus Morris $64 million four years? He's gonna be He's a good player though, but he's not worth that much, you know? Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's a, like a bum, but he's not worth that kind of money. He's gonna be thirty-five years old. They're gonna be paying him sixteen million dollars. No one is gonna they're, they're first of all, Clippers have no first rounders to attach that crappy contract to in the first place. So they can't trade him off anytime soon. God, I really want the Clippers to just implode just so I can see OKC take all of their picks and then suck every single year. I wonder where Kawhi and Paul George would go. The you Lakers. Know? No I'm kidding. Um you know, Paul George goes wherever he wants to go. He's a snake in that way, you know? So, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Golden State for free, by the way. Bye, guys. Or something like that, knowing him. I despise Paul George. Where would they go now, you know? You know like- I mean, honestly, I could kind of see Kawhi retiring at the end of this contract because he's not going to really? get it. He's not, his knees are literally not going to get any better. They're just going to deteriorate, deteriorate more and more every single season. There's a reason he's load managing so early in his career. That's true. But, you know, you never want to see a player retire, even if you hate him. Oh yeah, no. I would love, I would love to see like Kawhi play for any team other than the Clippers. Actually, no. I would love to see Kawhi play for any team other than the Clippers or the Celtics. But um, honestly, yeah, yeah. Miami, Miami wouldn't be a bad fit for Kawhi. You know, they have a really good training and like 
programming and all that kind of stuff. It's a horrible fit. They want you to play. They want you to play hard. Quite yeah, like but, they, but they also they also know how to manage your body. Look at what they did with Shaq. They got Shaq in shape. No one else, no other team had ever done that before. That's that's actually a really good point. Yeah, exactly. Miami knows how to treat their players. So, like, I feel like that would be a good fit. With Paul George, Paul George will fit in anywhere. He's just a bum. He's just going <sighs> to... Back to the Pacers? Honestly, that wouldn't be a bad fit. They do need a small forward. It'd be kind of weird, though. It'd be like, oh, you're back. Yeah, it would be like KD going back to, like, the Thunder. Actually, it would be like, oh, it wouldn't be nearly... Actually, KD going back to the Thunder wouldn't be as big anymore considering he tore his ACL and everyone's just kind of like, all right, let's see how you guys do in Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, the best thing that... There was hardened rumors. There were like, like, dude, he's going to trade. He's going to be traded any minute now. And then it's like, nah. Yeah, I don't think... I think James Harden's going to stay in huge... How do you turn down a $50 million a year contract, dude? I had the respect that he wants to win. I know, but still, man. He's like, I don't want more money. I want to win. But $50 million a year, dude? That's literally... (laughs) That's literally... You're making $100 million in two years. You come to the Lakers in two years, calling it. He's gonna what? Come to the Lakers in two years, calling it. Honestly, I could, I could, I could, I could kind of see that. I feel like LeBron is gonna retire in the next two years. Please don't, LeBron. We need you in LA, please. (laughs) um, Stay here. We love you. Harden and AD. That would be an interesting pairing. You know, I wonder how that would work out. We can make AD like a fifteen points a game score. Did you say fifteen? I'm just kidding, dude. No, kidding. the day AD becomes like a 15 point a game scorer is like gonna be in his I late. Hate him. No, just we're not. Kidding. We're never gonna hate. It. After everything AD has done for our team, I love the guy. Okay, he is a Laker. Yeah, he is officially a Laker legend already. I'm sorry, but um, I will. I, I will. Need declare... Ten more championships. He needs what? I need ten more. <laughs> ten more? Yeah, I would be happy if we got two or three more. To be honest, I just I only need one more. I was thinking, look at how spoiled. Like he said, he said he wants to go 10 more finals. Yeah, we'll see about that. Look at what LeBron said. Not one, not two, not three. LeBron won like what? Two, I think, in Miami? True. Two, True. yeah. Anyway, like I was saying, we are so spoiled as Laker fans. Oh, yeah, we spoiled. Imagine spoiled. growing up in Sacramento. <laughs> Can we get to the playoffs? <laughs> Dude, imagine. I'm sorry. Like, I think I have a cousin in Sacramento who I, I want to say he's 13 or 14. So literally the entirety of his lifetime, he has not seen his favorite team make the NBA playoffs. Oof. And he's not going to see them make it this year too, man. So that's another extension to the amount of crappiness that the Kings have been going through for the past 14. Walton. Even at least the Clippers made the playoffs, man. The Kings are just... <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I really do. They talk so much crap to us, but it's just like, you guys haven't done anything, bro. You guys haven't won since the 1950s. I'm sorry. I just feel bad for you. I don't even think about you. There's a Pacific Division. You know, we respect the Suns. We respect the Warriors. We respect the Clippers. And then there's the Kings. (laughs) Good old Kings. Oh, my God. That team is just... It's so weird seeing Sacramento have a team, you know? Mm -hmm. That's also weird, too. Sacramento is literally 50% like farming and then like 50 there. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Sacramento this year. I think in August, I got to go see their, um, like the place where the Kings played at. Dude, it's in a mall or something like that. Like there's a bunch of like, there's like a mall right next to it. Like, you know, you see Staples Center. Staples Center takes up the whole street. It's commanding, bro. Like, you got to see Staples Center. The Kings Arena, it's just like, yeah, we there, you know? 
Damn. Yeah. I feel kind of bad. I do. I feel bad for them, but like, it's just how it is for like those kind of fans. All right. They had Boogie though. They had who? They had Boogie Cousins. Yeah, and they still never made the playoffs with him. Why did Boogie leave? Because he saw that Sacramento is a complete. No, no, no. Why did he leave the Lakers? Because I don't know. To be honest, I mean, we just we cut him. I know, that was a mistake because you know we let him keep using our facility. Oh, yeah. He's in Houston. I like that signing too. To be honest, I just felt it weird because you know he was using our. We let him stay like with the team, use our facilities, even after we cut him off paper, and then he. Hey, hey. We just told him we can't keep him. Hey, we don't know if we even offered him a contract. I know that's why I'm saying like, you know, I just thought we were gonna keep him. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see how he does, and hopefully he's not. You know, good in um, the... Actually, I can't say... I, I want him to succeed. But at the same time, I'm like, come on, man. You just sat on the whole bench for us just to be balling out against us. I, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I know. But, um, I still want a picture of him and AD and LeBron being the big three. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to I move on to a new topic. I want to talk about someone who I really can think can be a dark horse contender for a finals appearance. And that is the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, Yes, I really, I am very high on expectations for their, what's it called, like, it's the upcoming season. They have, they, okay, for like the past three years, Portland has had one missing piece, and that is a wing who can play defense and shoot the three reliably. And they literally got that guy for free this season, and Robert coming Yeah. Down. So, what are you going to get with that first round pick this year? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, first round picks are so overhyped in terms of like, what's it called, like, um, value like, yeah they really are yeah. but you know that's like you gotta cash them in mm-hmm. the draft is a crapshoot you either get something or you don't but it's, so if you get the chance to get a reliable player you jump on that chance that's why I wasn't mad that the Lakers like traded their pick for Dennis Schroeder because I guarantee oh, no, yeah, I was like yeah we need to get that was a really good trade yeah the, like I guarantee whatever player we um pick they would not be nearly as valuable for us as Dennis Schroeder will be but anyway let's go back to Portland starting lineup Lillard McCollum, Covington, uh, I don't know who they're going to put them. Nurkic is their five. I don't know who they're going to yeah. put them for. I think it could be it could be like um Lillard, McCollum, Trent Jr., Covington, and then Nurkic. And then you have guys like Melo, Rodney Hood, Shabazz Napier, I think that's his name, Zach Collins. Like, it's, a, it's an okay bench, you know? Serviceable. Mm-hmm. Like, also, they have that one guy. He's a point guard. I don't remember what his name is, but he was also very, like, um, Oh, they also have Nasir Little, a very good like prospect, someone who mm-hmm. uh, he has a lot of potential too. So Portland really they were hurt all last year too. You know they had they were badly injured. So yeah, yeah, they were good. It should just... be better this year. Yeah, I don't get why everyone brushed off Portland as if they were nothing. Like after we beat the crap out of them, like no, you guys were all like, I hope Portland makes it just so they can upset the Lakers. And we were genuinely scared that might happen with what Damian Lillard did to OKC the year before. I was never scared. I wasn't. I, I wasn't scared. I had faith in our team. It was just um, there were that times game where one loss was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that game one loss was kind of like, all right, and also like our players like not fouling at the end and just letting them like run out the clock. I was kind of like, this doesn't look like a championship team to me, man. We're not making the championship moves. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, let's go back to Portland again. They are this year's version of the Miami Heat last year to me. I think. In a team that's not going to, they're going to, they'll be like, what's it called? Like, you know, top five or six seed in the um, regular season. But I think they will make, 
okay, please, Portland, please do not prove me wrong. Because I kind of, I want, if there was one, okay, after, if there was one Western Conference team I would want to see win after the Lakers, it would be Portland. I just want to see Dame get his ring. I love Dame. Dame get his ring if he comes to LA. Yeah, Dame's not coming to LA, okay, as much as we want to believe it. But yeah, it, it goes, it goes LA, Philly, and then I want to see Portland finally win a ring because... I don't know. I just really like Damian Lillard and what he's done with that team. You know? I'd like to see Harden win a ring. Mm-hmm. But I don't care if it's Houston, Brooklyn, LA. Philly. Philly. Like Philly. Philly. Yeah, I like to see LA, but I just want to see Harden win one. I, I, I'm really excited to see how Philadelphia does this season, actually. They took. I remember their... last year they were so happy. They're like, yo, I'm going to play bully ball. And it totally did not work. Yeah, okay, but the thing is. We finally have a coach who okay, we had we went we went from one of the worst coaches in the league to a mid table coach. So that in its own is a huge upgrade. <laughs> and Doc is also Doc works. That city's impatient though. What? That city's impatient. They want results, man. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, Doc um works very well with big men. Look at um you had KG and Perkins back in um Boston and then you had <laughs> You had DeAndre and Blake in what's it called the Clippers, and then Zubac developed a lot better under Doc on the Clippers as well. Doc, I feel like he works very well with big men, and yeah, you know, got Dwight and freaking Joel. Yeah, Dwight, and also I feel like Dwight is like he's kind of come to that moment where he realizes he needs to be the role player on the contending team in order to in order to succeed. Yeah, Philly is either gonna go two ways. Philly, they they have two options. They're either gonna go very smoothly and like make it somewhere conference finals to finals. Or it's gonna be a complete dumpster fire when we get swept by Boston for like the fourth time in a row. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 I have to respect Philly because they hate Boston. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, you have to beat Boston. Okay. I want to see them beat Boston, Boston so bad because like, they've been getting green by them. No, 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 Boston fans, Boston fans talk a lot of crap about last year, but I think everyone's forgetting Ben Simmons was injured for that whole series, and they were, st- and what's called the Sixers were still competitive for three of those four games. You mean Joel was a competitor? Yeah, Joel and whoever the hell was on that team after. Also, um, I really like the moves they made this year with Danny Green, Seth Curry. They finally figured out like how to. Okay, I'm not gonna say they finally figured out because. How to build a roster that's competent. Yeah, yeah, it's a competent roster now. I feel like Tobias. Tobias played his best under Doc Rivers too, so Doc knows how to work with him. Please, Tobias. Please, for the but love of God. But he was the main option. Yeah, that's true, but um. Doc knows what to do with him. If you the thing is you didn't you didn't watch Philadelphia games. If you watch Philly games, it is clear that Brett Brown had no clue what he was doing. No clue. I I heard they had locker room issues. Dude, they literally would not talk during film sessions. Jimmy Butler was like, What the hell is going on? Why are none of you guys saying anything? So that gets me really mad that we chose Brett Brown over Jimmy freaking Butler. I think in basketball you take the player over the coach, but in the NFL you have to take the coach over the player sometimes. It's Brett Brown. Brett Brown hasn't done Jack in like the eight years he worked with Philly. <laughs> Who is this man and why is he so special to Philly? Well, he's gone now. There's a reason why he doesn't have a job right now. Yeah, the bad man can't hurt us anymore. He's gone now, so we finally, <laughs> we finally have someone who's competent, man, okay? It made me so angry watching one of my favorite team. I love, love everything about Philly. Just the the city, 
to the players to all their whole attitude just like oh like i was this is the team that i've been wanting to support along with la you know once i mean i support their baseball team the phillies you know like, i actually watch their games mm-hmm. when the dodgers aren't playing like i legit actually watch the phillies games there's it's kind of funny yeah because there's something there's something about philadelphia's audience that's just like so captivating and, ruthless, yeah, it's so, and, it's, and it's so much fun to see they don't give a damn they'll boo their own players no matter what like yeah, there I is no there, but at the same time at the same time no one loves an athlete more than Philly does I think like if you're a star you will be loved in Philly LA if you, if you, if you make expectations no yeah. when they booed Joel Embiid they only booed Joel I think during that one game where he uh, Marcus saw man. He I remember Joel put up I was watching that game live and I was just getting angrier and angrier because okay, Joel Embiid had zero points in the game, right? It was the fourth quarter. And so during the fourth quarter, Brett finally decides, okay, I'm gonna take Joel out for a little bit. And then the Sixers finally go on a run and I start coming back against the Raptors. Brett Brown, he decides, I'm gonna put Joel Embiid back in. And he loses the game for Philly. And in my mind, I remember just sitting there thinking who let this guy become our coach? Like, why? What? It, it was like watching Luke Walton all over again. Screw Luke Walton, by the way, man. 98 points in my my career game. He took me out. 98 points. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, like, he didn't make proper adjustments. Like, you would see Jason Tatum kill whatever defensive assignment Brett Brown put on him that night, and Brett Brown would be like, I see nothing wrong with this at all. I see nothing wrong with yeah, it. <laughs> he wouldn't change anything. And for some reason, a lot of Philly fans were like, keep Brett Brown, keep Brett Brown. No. It was like a, it was like an abusive situation, dude. I'm just going to say that he was the reason why he doesn't have a job right now. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about Brett Brown anymore because he just gets me uh-huh. angry to even think about Anyway. I, like, I like Philly's bench. They have Mike Scott. Is that, that guy is a dog. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, Mike Scott's a dog, dude. I want to talk about two teams that I think are going to be um, like underrated in that they might also make a deep run, and that is Chicago on the east side and then Bro. Phoenix on the west side. Phoenix is going to make a nice run, but I don't think they're contenders. I think... Okay, I'm not gonna say. I think when you have contenders, if they like take a real like a, and Chris Paul elevates DeAndre Aiden to like all star potential. Look, man, look, man. They lost DeAndre Aiden for the first 25 games of the season, and they still almost made it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that team isn't like legit at this point. They're not 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 legit in that they're contenders, but legit mm-hmm. in that I expect to see them in the playoffs. No, no, I expect them to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they really remind me of a young, like... No, they remind me, like, kind of a modern-day... Not to the extent of the Thunder, but, like, very young, exciting prospects on that team. D-Book, Aiden, Cam Johnson, Mikal Bridges. That's a very good core four right there. Imagine they still Kelly Oubre. No, they traded Kelly Oubre. I know. I was saying, imagine if they still had him. No, he was... Kelly Oubre wasn't going to... They did better without Kelly Oubre than with him. Still a nice player, though. Mm-hmm. And then, keep in mind, you still have Dario Saric, who's playing the best he ever has in Phoenix as their, like, backup center. Mm-hmm. Cam Payne, for some reason, Cameron Payne, for some reason, did very well um, 
in the bubble. I don't know if that'll keep up after, like nowadays, but he was a good player for them somehow. And add on to the fact that now you have Chris Paul and you have the other guy, Abdel Nader, I think that's what his name is. He's a, uh-huh. he's a decent three-point shooter, so hopefully he'll get some minutes, I guess. I don't expect them to be contenders, but I expect them to make uh, a playoff, I in the playoffs. Playoff seed. I, I, I think sixth seed or higher. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I see them no, like about right. fifth, fifth through seventh seed, I guess. Oh, fifth through. I'd oh, say so. sixth at least. I don't know about five. Maybe five, yeah. I mean, what? Did it, wasn't um, OKC the fifth seed this year? Imagine OKC still makes playoffs this year. There's no way in hell OKC. If OKC, if OKC makes the playoffs this year, I will tear a hundred dollars, not $1,000 in half, okay? <laughs> that's, how, that's how dead set I am on OKC not making the playoffs. Please, for the love of God, OKC, please don't make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see. They're going to tank on purpose. That's really what they're doing. Yeah, I didn't want to tank now. Right. Um... But anyway, I also one team that I kind of see taking a step back is Dallas, because um, Kristaps is very injury prone and he's already going to be injured to start the season. And that's a rough start. Look, Luca's a great player, and we all love that game five that he had where he basically tore the Clippers apart on his own. But that's not the Luca that we're going to see every single night. That's not sustainable. Yeah, it really isn't. So um, I don't see them. I see them making it like as another seven. Please don't let them be the eighth seed, man. Because I do not want to face Dallas in the playoffs yet. Who would be the first seed? We'll be the first seed. Man, I don't see anyone in the West really competing with us except for maybe Denver. And Denver still lost a huge piece in Jeremy Grant. I'm just thinking of like who can actually take the first seed, and I yeah. But Denver did lose a lot. They lost Jeremy Grant, and they offered him the same amount of money. Yeah. Um. So I don't see. Every single one of our conference rivals have been weakened. Let's just let's just go by record. Clippers, Clippers, you we know how that's gonna go. <laughs> Nuggets lost Jeremy Grant. Rockets are a dumpster yeah, fire. Mason Pumley. Hmm. Mason Plumley. Why did Detroit give him so much money? I don't for know. Mason but um, Mason Plumley also. Yeah, they don't have a single backup big man. I think actually. No, they have Bull Bull. I guess, but that's it. Um, fourth seed. Rockets, they're a dumpster fire. Fifth seed Thunder blew up their whole franchise. Sixth seed, who's oh the Jazz? Eh, I don't really see the Jazz being. Oh no, no, the Jazz got Derek Favors actually, and I feel like that's a very did they get? I feel like they got Derek Favors right. Haven't they had him for a while? No, Derek, Derek Favors was on the Pelicans too at one point. Let me check really quick. I'm pretty sure they got Derek Favors, but if they did, that's also like I could see them maybe being like a dark horse candidate for like the number one seed because that's what they needed in that they needed another big man. Do you see them as contenders though? I do not see the Jazz as contenders. I don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They got Derek Favors. So I could see them maybe getting like a number one, two, or three seed, but not like contenders. You know. Pelicans may 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 be in it. I don't in the playoffs. Then yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously. But um, I don't know what the Pelicans are doing to be honest. Eric Bledsoe, they lost Drew. But to be honest, the Drew, anyone would have traded Drew for whatever package they were getting for him. That's like five first rounders. Bandits though. Look, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a great player. He is not, not a four. Best. He is not a four first round picks player. I know. I feel if, if, he's not a good player, but he's not worth that much. It's like a superstar package. If Giannis leaves, GGs. 
we could see we could we could see two, like um three of like the NBA's biggest teams of the past two years completely collapse in the next two years. The Clippers, and then the, the Rockets. What happened? We get big. Then the small market teams can like really thrive, like the Pelicans, the Thunder, uh, the Grizzlies, yeah. the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies. Yeah, the Grizzlies could fight for a playoff spot too. They had it. Yeah, oh. they had it, man. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. got injured, and that was the end of it. Who else? No, the thing that got me the angriest is during that Memphis. Um, you know how it was like the seventh seed and the eighth seed have to um play against each other to make it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh no no the eighteen and nineteen not sorry not seventeen eighteen. Yeah, with the, with Memphis the Memphis had it like the whole game, and then Portland was given like twenty free throws in the last quarter. Oh, I see Dame time, bro. That's not Dame time, man. Twenty free throws in the fourth quarter. It was clear the NBA were rigging it in the first place, dude. The whole reason why the Pelicans even had a chance of making it into the playoffs was because the NBA wanted to do like a whole Zion and like the whole LA cast versus the new Lakers. Come on, you can't tell me you can't tell me Washington in the East had a real chance of making the playoffs. Oh yeah, there's John Wall. Yeah, there, oh yeah, okay. John Wall. I don't know how much of that is true. So I don't really know if we should say it's it's not true, but it came out I was so pissed. I was like, bro, how do you do Bradley Beal like that? He made my my man wait for you. He wanted to pal. I don't know. It's, I I don't. I have no comment on John Wall to be honest because I have no idea what's really going on there. He better not be wanting out. I swear to God. Dude. Honestly, a Westbrook for a Wall trade wouldn't be too bad for Washington. I think. Okay, look. For Washington. Look, no, 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 no. Westbrook literally came to the bubble after fighting COVID. Every single player that fought COVID before entering was noticeably worse. But. It, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it makes sense that he played the way he did. What? Look, man, Westbrook is still like a 27, 10, and 10 player. And the fact oh. that this guy is being rated just like as if he's... He dragged the corpse of the Oklahoma City Thunder to the playoffs. Got an MVP. The corpse. The corpse. His second best player was Steven Adams, and he took them to the playoffs. At the same time, James Harden took the, what's it called, Rockets to the playoffs, and he got them as a third seed that year. So both players were insanely good. Yeah. But, like, Westbrook's value is tanked so bad that everyone's like, yeah, I would not want Westbrook as another player. If I you... think since he's just too stubborn, he wants to be the number one option. But No, wait. If you are denying the fact that you want a guy who just a year ago averaged 27, 10, and 10, like, during a game, if you're denying that you want him on your team, there's a reason you're not an NBA GM. Anyone in the league would kill to get Westbrook on, like, like... For free, I guess. I guess because I don't think what's he called Houston is looking for that much. A first round pick, shoot, I trade the Lakers like 2028 20, first round pick for Russell Westbrook if I could. I would not do that trade, no oh. way. How, <laughs> no, you want Westbrook, AD, and LeBron? Okay, look, look, look. How would you feel bringing Westbrook in like a bench role? Will he accept the bench role? Yes, he would. I mean, look. Hey, I, no, 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 no. You, you, look, you're not, you're not listening to me really quick. Let me say something. Mm-hmm. Westbrook deferred to Durant when he was the number one option, right? Why did Durant leave? Because he, because no, 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 no. Don't blame that on Westbrook. Durant literally said on his burner account, Westbrook was great, but he couldn't play with the rest of those cats. 
Okay, don't be okay. blaming. No, no, don't be blaming that on Westbrook. Westbrook knew Westbrook. I don't get why everyone's like Westbrook wants to be the alpha. Russell Westbrook was better than Paul George when he was on OKC. Russell Westbrook was on the same level of James Harden when they were dueling, not when they were on the same team. I say James Harden was better, but when they were on different teams, we put we held Westbrook in that same regard during like some of those years, right? So why is it all of a sudden no one wants Westbrook on their team? He was still great for that team. Westbrook is still Westbrook knows his role. He only took that number one option because there was no one else on that damn OKC team. And also because Harden Harden is only the number one option when he is like his own star on the team. When Chris Paul was on the team, he was the one bringing the ball of court, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Harden doesn't. I. I don't. I don't want to say he's like he doesn't like being the number one option, but like Harden knows how to share the ball. I guess. But he's like been the more like top three in usage for like past three years. Yeah, that's true. But that's because. Okay, I. <laughs> I have nothing. To, top three usage too. Yeah, I have nothing to say about that. But at the same time, like, we love Harden. We do. But he is not at the same level as Durant or K. As Durant or LeBron. Yeah, he's not on the same level as them. Like, okay, Harden is one of the greatest scorers of all time. We'll give him that. But when it comes to the um, the, the attitude, I guess, not the attitude, like the effects he brings to a game, he's not, like, regarded on the – well, Durant and LeBron could make their case for top five players of all time. They really could. But Harden, mm-hmm. you know, you really can't. Harden's not even the best player in his own position. Durant, let's see, called LeBron can both have the argument to have best players in their position. So I think Westbrook kind of realizes that Harden isn't on that level. That, And we love Harden. We do. We love Harden, man. Well, you love Harden. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Harden the person. I don't like Harden the player. But um, anyway, like I was saying, um, he is a great player. One of the best scorers I've ever seen. No, not even one of the best. One of the most efficient scorers I've ever seen. I'm not even going to say the best because I hate the way Harden plays the game. But, uh, God... <laughs> You know my, you know the style of basketball I love, and James Harden represents everything that is wrong with basketball to me. With the way he plays, he's still very exciting to play when he tries. But man, just I don't want to say anything else. Anyway, Westbrook would know his role with AD and LeBron. That's all I want to say. I don't know. It's just really hard for me to see because there's reports that Westbrook wants his own team so he can like. Mm-hmm be the number one option again where he can like you know be averaging a triple double basically maybe maybe a few years down the line Westbrook will like you know finally latch onto a team and just kind of you know try and like get his ring in a bench role like the way Rajon Rondo did you know like Gary Payton like Gary Payton yeah like Gary Payton too but actually yeah like Gary Payton I'd say but at the same time Gary Payton still had Sean Kemp and other stars too mm-hmm. and I would consider Westbrook better than Payton but um anyway all I'm going to say, what I'm going to say for like the rest of this episode is that I am very excited for our team this year. It's a very different feeling from last year. I feel like this NBA season is going to be really exciting because there's so many like good teams, you know? Yeah, like um, you have, let's let's start with the East. You have the Bucks, you have the Heat, Sixers. the, um, what'd you say? Sixers. The Sixers, you have the Celtics. And then I think in like that second category you have like the Raptors and the Pacers because the Raptors don't really have any big men right now. And they lost Surge. Yeah, they lost Surge and Mark. So I'd kind of say they're not contenders yet, but there's there's up there. You know, they, they they have like the chance to make an upset. 
Yeah, they do, but they're, they're kind of low on firepower. Yeah, and, but, dude, it's the Raptors. They literally pull players out of nowhere and make them into great, like, rotation players. So, you know, anything can happen with them. That's true. And then, let's say in the West, you have the Lakers, you have the Clippers, you have the Nuggets, you have... Jazz. You know, the Jazz. Then I feel like that's kind of tough. Oh yeah, you also have the Suns, and then I feel like one team Portland. that we yeah po oh yeah Portland. How did I forget them? And also one team that we haven't talked about today at all. You never can count them out. The Spurs. They're just like they're not they're not in like you know the top category, but they're in the category where like they they'll fight for the playoffs. Yeah, they'll fight for the playoffs definitely. Yeah, so it's a very exciting NBA season, and I really can't wait to see how this goes. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Tune in next time.